Let's start again. Hello and welcome to One Life Wing It. My name's Mark Whiteley. I'm Foxy Wharton. Foxy Wharton. <laughs> uh, this week we're talking about drugs. We're in our caravan in North Wales and we're talking about drugs. Um, the use for them, the non-use for them, are there any, any goods? Just drugs really. Because um, we were talking, we, we went to London a couple of weeks ago and we went past Fleming's um museum really museum yeah in a, in a hospital and as you know fleming was the inventor if there is an inventor or the discoverer of penicillin penicillin which is one of the most important drugs in the world ever still is yeah do you reckon yeah. it's a very it's good you know good for infection I think it saves lives yeah but then we started talking about great uh, scientists and Edward Jenner came up. We were talking about. There was a statue of Edward Jenner in Hyde Park as well, wasn't there? Was there was a Do statue. Of, yeah, Jenner. Jen, Jenner. If you don't know, he was a. He was a brilliant man, really. He listened to an old wives' tale. I think is that is that the story? Yeah, there was an old wives' tale that had long been bandied about um, about the milkmaids not getting not catching smallpox. So I think he decided that it could have been as a result of the fact that they contracted cowpox, which was a much less serious disease that didn't kill you, um, but that they never, ever, none of them ever caught smallpox. And why did they not catch smallpox? Was it because they're drinking the milk or just because they were close to the cows? I think it's the, the contact, I think. I, I, I don't know whether they were drinking the milk or not. I would imagine everybody was drinking the milk, so I would imagine it's more that they were actually catching a disease from the cow directly. So, so he, let me get this straight, He did he... He decided to inject a small. Well, he didn't inject, did he? Because he did, what he did, I think he he got a young lad, a young lad. I know his name. He's on the tip of my tongue. His James name, Phipps. James Phipps. This is in uh, seventeen ninety six. Yeah. Uh, he he cut the, the lad's arm and he put smallpox a bit of pus bacteria, from a bit a, of pus from yeah. a smallpox into the lad's arm, and it was all right. Just this little tiny bit. The the immune system could deal with it and from that he developed immunization yeah as we know it vaccination although i did read i read another story about um i think it's egypt where some scholar noticed that they had a uh, they had a a plague in the city and he noticed that people that had the plague and were recovering could look after people with the plague. So and, they weren't catching and, it again. Yeah, so okay. Okay. But he, didn't, he didn't do anything with yeah, it, with yeah, that yeah. information. Just he, just, he just observed it. Whereas Jenna, I mean, that little lad, I mean, he was a young lad. I mean, what, no. what, what must You'd he have said? You'd never get past uh, that past an ethics committee now, would you? But is that a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, well, that's it. You know, do you uh, do you hold people back by making them jump through hoops? Probably. Yeah, but... but I mean, just but then you, about, they've got to be yeah. safe. You can't just go around willy-nilly going, oh, let's have a do it. It's like with the advice on alcohol to pregnant women. There's never going to be any proper evidence because you can, you're never going to be able to trial, let's say, to a group of pregnant women, right, you lot drink a bottle of wine every single night and let's just see what the outcome yeah, is, eh? It's can't. never going to get through no, an ethics committee. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Uh, I mean, it's that... It's like, what, we, anyway, we, we got talking and we were talking about Jenna and how amazing that was. And then we were st- talking about injections that took us on to MMR. Yeah. And uh, if you don't know this story, uh, a it's a surgeon, actually. He was a surgeon, wasn't he? Andrew uh, Wakefield. Wakefield. He was a, quite an eminent guy and obviously wanted uh, 
wanted a publication. I mean, as far I know that you got struck off. The the whole study was completely and utterly disregarded and binned in the end. But it was. You're not telling the story, Joanne. The story was he did some research, his own research, and from his own research, he developed links between the MMR vaccination, which is mumps. Rubella. Measles and rubella and yeah. autism and epilepsy. But what he saw, basically, were two things that that co- correlated and decided that one was a causative factor. So he then went on to design the entire study. And he wasn't on his own. There were several others involved. He went on to design the entire study in order to prove his hypothesis as correct. And when it was published initially in The Lancet, it wasn't well regarded at all by the medical profession. But then the press got hold of it. And the Lancet the is the press. Don't don't stand up yeah, for. Yeah, I know, but you're not going to go and buy the Lancet and read a study in it, are I know, you? But once it's published, it's published. Yeah. Okay. It's out it? there. You can't, you can't let the genie the out the arena. bottle and then say, "Oh no, we let the genie out the bottle," but but the Daily Mail let it out even more. <laughs> can you? No. Because <laughs> the Lancet did let it out the bottle. They did. They published it. Yeah. So. What, what was the point of, we were talking no, about we're on MMR. about the MMR the judge, well, we're on about the ensuing damage really from from the media getting hold of that do you, uh, do that you still study. have people then that don't turn up for their MMR jobs yeah yeah we do um, measles and mumps is still on the rise there are a lot you know, I mean people don't understand as well they choose to not immunise the child against MMR but they kind of think, well, you know, there's not a lot of it around. That vaccination's been around, assuming that everybody else, apart yeah. from them. But what we're, what we're collecting, what we're trying to get together is herd immunity, which is what's happened with smallpox. There is no smallpox. Because I asked you what, what smallpox was today, yeah. and you didn't know what it was. I was like, really. I've never seen it. I've never really looked into it, because so there's no name. So, so that immunisation then, over a generation... Yeah, it takes generations to... ...has stopped that... Um, yeah. Just got rid of it. Just stop the. Yeah, got rid of it worldwide. Worldwide. Yeah. So it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. So Edward Jenner stopped. Yeah, completely. So what? What about flu then? Why haven't we stopped flu? Because there are so many flu viruses. Absolutely loads, thousands. Well, well, you'd have to you'd have to find a a formula for every single one of them. You'd have to include every single virus in a vaccine. And at the minute, they only put three in, and they try to predict which ones to put in. They're led by whatever, whatever, whichever flu viruses um, people in Australia have caught. As that, as we then come into our winter, well, like we try and predict six months earlier. You mean? Yeah, yeah, and then we try and predict what's going to come, what's going to be around in our winter. Sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong. So sometimes if they get it right, there's a lot, a lot of people that will be protected from catching flu, which still kills. It's a killer. Um, but if you get it wrong, you get it wrong, really. And then you're looking at flu epidemics. Yeah, well, if you millions get it wrong in the immunisation, you're going to get an epidemic and, you know, you're going to wipe a lot of people out, really. Is it not called a pandemic? What's a pandemic and an epidemic? I don't know. You don't know? Well, what's Sorry. There is a def- there's definitely a... Google it. Oh, I can't be bothered. can't be bothered to Google it. How much does a television licence cost in the UK? According to TV licensing, a colour TV licence costs £145.50 and a black and white TV licence costs £49. Black and white TV licence, what's that all about? In it's a television 2015? Yeah. 
two th- a black and white television. Anyway. Can you imagine having a black and white television? No, I can't at all. I bet if you had a black and white television, you'd have to get up and change the channel. <laughs> you definitely would. There'd be no remote with it, would there? In fact, that could be, I mean, we talk about uh, obesity, that could be the cure to obesity. It could. You know what I mean? Getting up of a night bring, to keep switching it over. Bring back, uh, get rid of the television remote control. We're saying that anyway. This week, we're bigging up the BBC while they're under threat from the current government. So, £145.50 for the year. Blooming bargain, isn't it, Mark? What do you get for that? Internet, radio, television, of course. Your local, you get your local radio as well. Yeah, yeah, your local yeah. television news. You know, you get every every night, it, half past six or whenever it's on. You can pay it monthly as well. It's for now, isn't it? It is for now. Shut up what Graham Norton said. Take it away for two weeks and then see how much everybody misses it. You'll think that's absolutely nothing. Was it £12 a month? I think it works out. At some, I can't remember, but it's not a lot anyway. Yeah. I have it direct. Anyway, the BBC, we love you. We do. We love you. We do. (laughs) We'll cut that bit out, sounds a bit shit. (laughs) So you're saying to me then, so in Australia, if they've got, let's say, flu number one, Mm -hmm. then, and they've had a lot of cases of flu number one, they're more likely in the UK to put flu number one into the vaccination. Yeah. And how long does that... How long am I immune from number one if I have a vaccine this year? Well, they always put a 12 months. They they bring them new ones out every single year, don't they? Because they just mutate and they they just grow. So you're constantly, you're chasing it really. So number one could become number one plus then? Yeah, you see, flu is entirely different to measles or mumps or rubella because it's constantly mutating and you, so you are just chasing mumps, it you'll never mumps, catch it measles and rubella stay the a same definite yeah 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 they stay the same so you can yeah. so you could stop that disease yeah yeah potentially so, definitely. and there's a rise in definitely measles isn't there yeah definitely mumps measles as well is there yeah and how, how's that is that how's that called people because people aren't vaccinating also, as but well, I've to had be it. Fair, I've had I've had mumps. Yeah, well, also measles. to be fair, you you need more than one. You need two, and maybe you know we're we're ever collecting new evidence and doing new studies, and maybe you actually need three. So you have one currently at twelve months old. You have another one preschool at three and a half. Maybe by the time you sort of go into university, you know you might not be immune anymore. We don't definitely know that, but we think that might be starting to happen. So you've got all that going on as well, which is we didn't know that ten years ago. Right. So so um so you're saying to people, would you say to people go and get your babies done? Without a doubt. It's a no brainer. How long have they been immu- how long have they been injecting babies? Since the sixties, I think. I don't know, I so, don't think Matt. So think... someone must have done some looked at the evidence and gone, No it doesn't give you autism oh yeah there have been new studies done since since that one so, yeah, yeah so andrew wakefield that completely then, disproved it he's struck it, off he's gone as he's not a doctor anymore no well, that's good i know that's really good because well, he's killed highly irresponsible of him wasn't well, he it? killed he's killed people hasn't yeah he? yes yeah he's killed people yeah that's terrible what what would you say the best drug in the world is the best drug in the world apart from alcohol is the drug that treats the condition that you're suffering from oh good answer Good answer. So if I've got a headache, it's paracetamol. Yeah. Although we know that most headaches are caused by dehydration, dehydration don't we? Yeah. And you don't really need drugs for things like that. So yeah, but they are the bet. There are bet. There are. It's all right saying that, you know, 
have an aspirin if you've got a headache. Yeah. I think you've got to say the, the best drugs in the world are the ones, um, you know, I mean, you've got to say penicillin because it, it's, it's still around, it's widely used, it's extremely effective. Um, what else is there that's uh, still well? About paracetamol, <laughs> apart from anything paracetamol else. Paracetamol is yeah. a pretty astounding drug, isn't it? Yeah. Really? If you think of, I mean, you think about paracetamol. Although it doesn't save lives, where penicillin does. Insulin, obviously. Insulin. Yeah. That's for uh, diabetics, Diabetes, isn't yeah. it? But you know, at the end of the day, this is where it gets contagious. Contagious. Contentious. Yes. Insulin is given to people who are diabetic yeah and nine times out of ten why are they diabetic you're wrong you know there are two types of diabetes type i don't know i'm here to learn i'm here to learn from you <laughs> you're wrong there i know what you you can end up having to use insulin um with a type two type one diabetic are usually diagnosed at quite a young age. Are they? Is that they're born with a yeah, yeah, defect? yeah, 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 and the pancreas starts producing insulin. Yeah, type two diabetes is the ones that's in the uh, in the news all the time. They're the, you know the obese nation that we live in now. And which one? Which one then? Which one is the biggest? Type one or type two? Which one's the most common? You mean? Yeah. Type two. So, so I was right then. No, because you uh, no, in... because I said to you. I've just said to you which is the most common type 1 or type 2 yeah if you've got type 1 that's fair enough you were born with it insulin but you know you've created a drug because people have started scoffing <laughs> no you I'm didn't right. you, I am, you're wrong, I'm right Mark. why you're am wrong. I wrong because insulin wasn't wasn't created on the back of type 2 diabetics hammering the pancreases and ultimately making them stop producing insulin diabetes is up Insulin's been around for type 1 diabetics for donkey's years. Type 2 is a more modern phenomenon. Because we're eating ourselves to death, basically, aren't we? Uh, well, we're when not. you say we... Well, we're not, obviously. I'm not. I'm I don't not. think I am. Well, that's quite, uh, that is quite interesting, though. Yeah. That, that is, what do you think the worst drugs are, then? If, if You said some of the best drugs. You've, you've got a list here, haven't you? Ether. What's that? Is that, is that to... Ether knocks you out, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's what they used to put in a hanky in it and hold it over your mouth when oh, you've been on a kitchen like table. Sherlock Holmes or something. <laughs> Morphine, of course. Yeah, that's a good drug. Which is a fantastic you, which, pain Well, that comes from opium, doesn't it? Yeah. And and that's been used. You know, that was used. I I know this because I looked at it. I looked at it the other day. 5,000 BC. Yeah, I've written it on a piece of paper because I was <laughs> I, I was amazed. 5,000 years before. Jesus okay. was born. So, so basically, everybody's always been getting off the tits since the beginning of time, and haven't then, they? Well, alcohol what was around and mentioned three and a half thousand years Flipping before it. Jesus was born. I wonder what they drunk then. Surgical spirit. Do you I think? bet it was a. Well, it well, would have been know. a straight. It would have been a straight spirit, wouldn't it? About. No, I think it would have been something like they've left some fruit in a jar. Oh, uh, cider. That, yeah. that would go. That would naturally ferment. Um, and then they'd find out, oh, this tastes all right, this does, actually. Someone would go, oh, it tastes all right, just get rid of the mould on top. Although there wouldn't be any mould, because we don't get mould when we make wine, do we? Yeah. Uh, you know, we just, and, and that's all it is. So uh, anyway, we're not, we're not doing this podcast on how <laughs> alcohol was invented. <laughs> yeah, but alcohol is a drug. 
It is so a it's drug. Relevant. It is a drug, it and it's relevant. a good drug as well. And because alcohol is used, was used. You know, what if you were cutting Napoleon's leg off? Not that yeah, Napoleon had a leg. Yeah. Well, if you, you know, sterilize it with alcohol, wouldn't you? Yeah, and you still use alcohol today. Do, do they use alcohol in surgery today, or? Um, not really. No, not really. Better cleaning products. Yeah, but there are. Don't they? They do use alcohol. Iodine usually. Iodine to prepare for but skin that's preparation. As well, it is. It? It's really old fashioned. That's the purple thing or the blue thing, is it? Brown. 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 Oh, it's really are. brown. Yeah. Stains your skin orange. Worst drugs. I'll tell you the worst drugs. Go on. The worst drug I've ever taken, and I don't take a lot of drugs. I don't even have, you know, I, you know, I'm one of them. If I've got a headache, it's usually, I, I find the cause. Yeah. I mean, if my foot hurts. There's a cause for that foot hurt, and I don't just take painkillers. I, I find the source. Yeah. And I think for and me. Halt the progression. Yeah. yeah. Zyban. Do you know what Zyban oh, is? Oh, mental drug, that. It, literally, mental yeah. drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zyban, if you don't know what it is. About, I'd say, 15 years ago, I went to. I, I, I met a friend in a pub, and he went, Oh, there's this drug, mate. You've got to try this drug. Uh, it stops you smoking. Go to see your doctor. So you, you've tried and tried and tried. He told me how to go and do it, you know, how to manipulate the NHS. So I went along and I said, oh, I, I can't breathe and I need to pack in smoking. And he prescribed Zyban. And I, it had, it was it was, it was was horrible. I've never, ever taken drugs yeah. like that. You know, it, when I was younger, I, I didn't like things like mushrooms or... I'd never, I've never taken the LSD because I don't like anything that alters your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Scary. Yeah, to me they are, and yeah. I, I like to be. I like to be. I, I like to know where it's I am. And you like feet. to be in control, you don't. Yeah, of course. You? Uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with drugs at all, you know, as long as you. Oh, they have. You know, they have the use. They have so, the but Zyban, Zyban, about three days in, I'd stopped smoking, yeah. but I'd stopped sleeping as well. And then the sleep, the not sleeping, turned me into. Well, it just made me mad, and and I can't explain. It, it was, it took my head into a different place, and you know, it took my and I was hallucinating. Yeah, it, it was. You know, mental. it was first when it was first produced. It was um, it was given to a bunch of prisoners and uh, as an antidepressant. It was I know. It was, I know. The doctor said to me, "This is an antidepressant." Yeah. And, and the side effect. Crap, antidepressant, but. What they noticed was every single one, every one of the prisoners that they'd given the antidepressant to, Zaban, they all stopped smoking. Stopped smoking. And when so, was that? When was that test done then? Do you know? Oh, crumbs, no. Seventies or something. We haven't like prescribed Zaban for ages. Still on the list then. Still, it's still in the BNF. Yeah, it is. But nobody prescribed. So, there, there I don't think anybody'd take it now. But it did work. As it did stop me smoking. Yeah. It did stop me smoking. But you know what I say, don't you? There's only one way to stop smoking. Stop smoking. Stop smoking. Yeah. See, I can't believe you steal my lines. It's wrong. It's wrong. No, but they must have... Zyban must have... You know, drug companies... If a drug company came up with a drug... Yeah, so could, they'd obviously they come up something. with a... And they'd come up with a drug that was actually stopping people smoking, albeit it was sending them insane. So there is another one on the market, Shampix. Um, that, that, that does, that, that gets prescribed, but it, it comes with side effects. It's not for everybody. Side effects? See, you see, I don't go to the doctors very often. And I don't... Do, are there some drugs then that have massive side effects? Yeah, and some drugs interact a lot with a lot of other things. Things like warfarin. 
Um, you have to explain what these are. Yeah. You can't just give me medical. Well, warfarin's it's a blood thinning agent that's given for a variety of reasons, loads of different reasons. Um, if you had an embolism, of, uh, yeah, but the thing is the, about your blood thinning, doesn't that cause a lot of loads of problems? But it is saving your life at the end of the day. And without, I'd have to talk for ten minutes to explain how it worked and what it stopped. So I'm not going to do that. But then warfarin interacts with things like grapefruit juice. You know, ordinary things in your life. So, well, what do you the, mean grapefruit? No, who who, go, who orders grapefruit juice? Ordinary things in your life. Oh, grapefruits! Lots uh, of people yeah, will have a grapefruit for the breakfast in the morning, won't they? No. <laughs> if everyone had grapefruits for breakfast in the morning, we'd all be thin, Joanne, <laughs> wouldn't we? But I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. You could you could quite easily have a grapefruit juice yeah. and. Yeah. Or, you know, a bit yeah. of grapefruit. So, you know, it's not only about the side effects. And, the... and what, what would you, if you had a grapefruit with that, then what would happen? Oh, it just it affects the way that the warfarin's absorbed. So, it might make your blood too thin. And then you'd just be bruising like a mentalist. Like, you know, you'd, you'd brush past a towel and you'd bruise kind of thing. And then, obviously, hemorrhage. You could oh, have yeah. a you could have a stroke, a hemorrhage. Yeah. So, you know. but So, there's that. But then the, the stupid thing is sometimes what we do. And we do in the medical profession is we prescribe a drug for one condition, and then we give them another drug for the side effect. I know. Uh, well, well I, know. I you know what I feel about drugs. I think I think that the population, in general, and I mean this in general, wants a quick fix for just about everything. If they had a headache, they take a they yeah. take a pill. That's like it. Said earlier. That's it. If they if they're obese, they want to take a pill. Yeah. And, and I think that that's wrong. It, I, nine times out of ten, it, it, it's wrong. Let me give you this example. Let me give you this example, right? Somebody dies in your family, mm-hmm. right? And it's and, and they're close in your family. Yeah. And you you become low. Yeah. Your mood becomes low because Which it's naturally response, natural yeah. response, and you're yeah. going to start reminiscing and going, "It's terrible," and you become, in averted commas depressed yeah now now today you go and see someone and you'd say i feel depressed i feel like this i I feel like that yeah yeah that that is a natural feeling i think it's what and you should i think as a human being if you know if you're a normal human being and you're fully rounded you should be able to go through that and and then come out the other end grow having grown because you will grow won't you you'll learn something uh, but but nine times out of ten, the medical profession will go, yeah, it's a quick fix. It will just bring you above a plateau, and it and it will make you feel better short term. You're talking about it from your perspective because yeah, but you are how well can I talk about it from your perspective? <laughs> not, well, I can't, every, not everybody gets it, Mark. Not everybody has the has the capacity. We're not talking about everyone getting it. We're te- we're saying I'm saying you, what is right and what is wrong. Like if we if we had all the money in the world, then we would take that person who's lost their father, mother, you know, brother. What they need listen, is CBT. yeah, and they'll go and see someone and talk to them, and talk to talk it through, and and then you know decide you know and grow and and talk it through and go. This is terrible. This is terrible, and it's and it's going to take time. It's not going to be like oh here, you know. But giving someone a pill. It's too easy. Yeah, I don't think that's dep- like drinking yourself to death. I don't. I don't or... think depression's the um, really the the best example of that. I mean, that's been in nice guidance for ages in in our guidance. Yeah, that CBT, you know, perhaps accompanied okay, by a drug therapy. Okay, all right therapy. then. All right. How many antidepressants in the last month have you prescribed? A lot. 
Oh yeah, there's plenty of people on them, loads. And and yeah. in in your opinion, and a lot of them are should up they in be on? as well? Are they? Yeah. Yeah. So why are they on drugs as well then? Because they need them. Yeah. Well. Am I being really naive? Yeah, uh, you're a bit. Or are you being? But I too... think the thing is, I've, I have a lot of experience of it, and I, I could talk. That's a subject on its own for a start. Um, you're talking about it from your perspective, which, like you say, you, you're bound to. Of course you are. Who else's perspective are you going to talk about it from? But I'm talking about, from it, dealing with it day in, day out, and yeah. talking to lots of different people yeah. who suffer from it. Um, I think the point is, I mean, really, a better ex- example to me is Olistat, that drug that um, helps you, well, suppose it's, it's supposed to help you lose weight. So if you eat any fat... Oh, it makes you poo, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes it you have diarrhoea, Yeah, yeah, and yeah. uncontrollably, I believe. Oh, that'd be good, then, so it? That'd it be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so it stops you from eating fat, so you're scared to eat fat, so then you lose. But then, you know, you've got to give yourself you know a talking way to. to. Lo- Do you know the only way to lose weight, Joanne? Stop lose. eating so much yeah. and move around a bit more. It's simple. It is simple. Really, really it easy. It is simple. And, but, but that's hard work, Mark. That that's what I mean. Efforts. That's what I mean. Give us a tablet. Like, yeah. Like it's like the paracetamol. You know, when you're dehydrated, and most people get dehydrated all the time. Yeah. yeah your brain shrinks and it pulls away from your skull, yeah. causing the pain receptors to give you a headache. Yeah. So what you need to do, because because we are mainly made of water, you know, you need to keep your fluids up, and most people don't, do they? And they drink caffeine all day, which is a, you know diuretic yes thank you for that word thank you <laughs> but you know, that that's what it, it it does annoy me that we don't look at ourselves in the yeah. mirror a bit more and and we just expect our quick, medical people to go here you it? go take these yeah. three times a day yeah. you'll be right that'll do it for you yeah. you'll have to you won't have to put any lifestyle you won't even have to think about yeah. it them statins them yeah. them think statins that take cholesterol down yeah. you know what why are so many people on those. Oh, no, again, that's different. Yeah, well, some people do have familial um, hyperlipidemia. Come on, which is, come sorry, on. Which, I know, but come I'm on. Think, I, know. I know, but you're being nice try, to people because you're a nurse. It, you're being nice to, to them. Layman's. No, you're being nice to no, them. Mom, you are, you they, are. There's, well, despite their lifestyle, despite their diet, whatever they do, they've got a high cholesterol. They might have had two close relatives die in the 40s right. of heart attacks. All right. They need a statin. All right. Totally need a statin. Okay, but but then a lot but, of people are giving it because they've got high cholesterol and they're not addressing the diet. So you you are right. Yes, thank but you. But that's why the dog. That's why the drugs there. But it's, they just get abused, I think, don't they? But then you know we are led by medical legally. Someone says, "Well, you did the cholesterol." That we can give the advice and the education, but we can do absolutely nothing about ensuring that that patient goes away and actually does it. So they know exactly what they ought to be doing with the diet and the lifestyle. They'll take a statin. They might even lie to you, but if we didn't give them that statin and their cholesterol was sky high, yeah. they then went on to have a heart attack. Yeah. Their relatives go, you knew, the cho- why didn't you give us a drug for that? The cholesterol was high, why didn't you prescribe it? You're up in court defending yourself. And this, what we're talking about now, is an opinion it won't stand up in court, so you've got to you've got to act on it. So the, what we need to do then is we need to change people's. We minds. need to educate. We need, to, but they don't listen. I educate day in day but out, day in day out. They come back with exactly the same thing as if you've never told them. Right, because I I remember there was a girl and she was obese, and 
she I saw her on the street this is in Nottingham and she came up to me and she was crying and moaning not crying just moaning about the NHS and she said I've, I've gone in to try and get some really strong painkillers because my knees are, are yeah. killing and, and, and I looked at her and she was just massively fat and I just thought it's because you're fat you know, yeah, and, I, and, and, and I know, I know, I know. It's really, really harsh and stuff. And I know what I'm like. And it's all right me saying that. And I, you know, walk walk a mile in someone else's shoes and see how much they pinch and yeah. hurt. You know, and her life is probably, you know, I'm saying this. I, I know. I mean, she lived in a working class place. She had, you know, kids on her own. Yeah. You know, and she was probably just sitting there watching X Factor, eating toughies. Yeah, probably you know have I mean? low mood. And, but you can't. Yeah. You, you know, you have to. You do. You you have to raise the subject, and we do. We're told to. We, you know, we are guided to raise a subject in surgery. Yeah. That, well. So you do have to say. Yeah, anyway, that that's power of the mind. That's the thing. All day long, you give yourself a talking to. Work it out. It is going to be difficult to stop smoking. It's not going to be easy, and it's going to be boring. Yeah. And it's going to take ages yeah. before you're out the other side. That's hard work until you accept that you have to put effort in it and how hard it is or to lose weight then you know you're probably going to fail whether you take the drug or not the okay. drug doesn't do it for you it's just abused good well that was interesting that wasn't it I know is there anything else you want to say about drugs just say no just say no <laughs> Like, like in the words of Grange Hill. Grange Hill. What was his name? <laughs> Zach. Zick? Zige. Zage. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That was our legal drugs episode. Um, although, do you know, a lot of them, a lot of them came from illegal drugs. You know. They did. You know, yeah. we've been using opium for nearly seven thousand years. I know. That's amazing, isn't it? Really. Yeah. And there's uh, codeine in that, which is used day in, day out. Morphine. Yeah. Morphine. Do you know in the American Civil War, they used to give morphine to the soldiers orally. They give them orally. And then someone learned how they could inject them. You know, and and doses. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. To to learn about doses. How do you learn about doses then? How do you know about... You told me that story about... You had codeine, didn't you? You had... You had oh, yeah. 60 milligrams of codeine had to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> it was part of codeine. Some people are oversensitive to it. Well, how you learn about dosing, it's just, it's in the BNF. When you go around, I'm going to prescribe you that. You, you know, you know all the drugs and you know which ones are for certain What's the condition. BMF? What's that? British National Formula. Are it's they the, the ones that invent Bible. drugs? No. Who invents drugs then? They invents them. You mean comes makes them well, kind of thing it's yeah, the well, pharmaceutical companies the huge companies they cost millions and what happens what comes first then the condition or the drug like for example there must be someone uh who's trying to come up with a cure for leukemia must without be. a doubt yeah they're working uh, on cancers every day and and on in that during that process that they'll 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 have eureka moments and not eureka moments, but they might come up with something that will cure. That it, might cure herpes. Yeah. Does that, that happen? Do you get that, me? The from the same drug, they go right. We're working on a cure for this, like Zyban. Zyban well, exactly. was invented. I was just going to say that that was an antidepressant, but a crap antidepressant, but a brilliant drug to stop you smoking. So that's it's good to lose your Incidental, really, isn't it? So I would imagine it'll just be an ever evolving and growing. That they'll notice properties 
in other drugs and they'll go oh that see if that'll works, tackle yeah. that yeah i mean we don't know do we we're not scientists we're not pharmaceutical yeah. scientists so it's a question that we you and i can't answer yeah isn't it, really? do you ever use old wife cells no to to sell people no. like to you know i don't know rub rub their chest with uh lard no. when they've got a cold how can we do that it's not evidence-based practice is it i know but it might work <laughs> This, well, this brings us right to the finish now, then, because if Edward Jenner hadn't listened to tittle-tattle ladies <laughs> talking, we wouldn't have had the immunisation of polio, of no. smallpox. That led of... him to develop that, didn't it? Exactly. So, yeah. so you mocked him then, and he's a great man. He has a statue in I Hyde Park. I did not mock him at all. You did? That, that made him think he then went on to scientifically to dis- come about yeah, it of course. and I would recommend that vaccine but I wouldn't recommend listening to old wives tales because there's usually not a shred of evidence does a dock but leaf work alright does a dock leaf work if you get if you, get, no. if you stung yourself with no. a nettle have you tried yeah I have did it work yeah I think I don't I have no idea on this I'm not you know scientifically I, I, I have never even watched Casualty I've never watched Casualty in my life as an actor, you know, and I've auditioned for it, but I've never watched it. I, I know what it's like about. It's about a casualty ward, I think. Um, but I forgot what I was going to say now. There you go. What I was say. Anyway, that's it. That's that's at that's least it. half that's an hour. An, that's another podcast. Another podcast. We should do illegal drugs. Should do, oh, that's Kit saying goodbye. He's uh, obviously. He just wants to join in. He doesn't like being left out. He does. He needs some drugs, probably. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.